is this a thing? Uh, doing the Spoonman voice, uh, but saying Troutman. Sure. Troutman. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Football Absurdity Podcast, Saturday morning edition for two of us. Walker, time traveler from the future. Mike, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I wish the, the Oregon uh, Oklahoma State Texas game was better. But other than that, it's, it's been all right. What's going on with that? I've been playing MLB The Show. 35 14 Texas winning, and it's more like 49 14 Texas winning. Good gosh. Walker, how are you doing? Make any bomb chicken sandwiches lately? Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> last night I, I cooked up some chicken cutlets real good, and we put them on ciabatta rolls with pesto, fresh mozzarella, and sliced tomato. I passed that, that, pic- that picture around work, and people went, ooh, that looks good. Let's go. Uh, one guy said, next time, hit it with a panini press. Uh, it's going to be, be tough good. with ciabatta. Yeah, I mean, ciabatta, I'm not so sure, but like if you put it on like a – big hunk like like a long sourdough loaf yeah that's got a lot of circumference that could be real good yeah but i don't know this guy also eats mac and cheese every friday so who knows uh, if we should take his culinary advice i mean every friday is a little uh excessive but i mean that's fine honestly yeah it is every friday he calls it mac and cheese fridays (laughs) all right man (laughs) whatever whatever you say all right so um let's get into it shall we let's talk week 13 so um we had a good thursday night football game finally all it took was uh shocker both teams to be on a week of rest for the game to not be dog <laughs> dog crap but um cowboys won 41 35 uh, cowboys eight and four seahawks six and six um four? are they not nine and three? Oh, my bad nine and three Nine and nothing. Nine and okay. three. There we go. My I, I bad. Say, I, I don't I wasn't sure if I was right, but I it seemed like that was too many losses for the Cowboys. Well, they stink, Walker. <laughs> they only uh, beat bad teams. Yeah, that's that's pretty true, honestly. And they lose to bad teams also, because let's not forget nine and three and uh, NFC uh, number one overall seed contenders now. Uh, and they lost to the Cardinals. <laughs> they did do that. <laughs> Very funny result. Yeah, but uh, I mean, uh, it's a good point by Mike. Their last four, they've won four in a row against the Giants, Panthers, Commanders, and Seahawks. Seahawks, the only team on there that's not complete dog shit. So, just a just a thought. Yeah, I mean, I I still don't think the Cowboys are real contenders. I think that against truly elite opposition, their defense isn't good enough, and. I, I they don't have quite enough weapons for Prescott on offense. The offensive line isn't as good as it used to be. They're they're a good team, but I don't think they're a serious contender. No, I don't think they are either. I think they're a very good team because they're doing what good teams do, which is beat up on bad teams. But everybody is like, over the last seven weeks, Zach Prescott has done such and such and such. They played those four teams: the Eagles, the Rams, and the Chargers. And they conveniently cut off uh, getting smacked around by the Niners off of that list. <laughs> and losing embarrassingly to the Cardinals. Yeah. So um, let's talk about the fantasy uh, from this game. And uh, I said, how many uh, uh, Seahawks wide receivers can you start with uh, uh, Geno Smith's bum elbow? And it was like one and a half, like two. But like, but 
it was really, really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just Tyler Lockett wasn't really super involved. Metcalf was incredible, had his best game of the season, maybe best game of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just was cooking Duran Bland all game. Very funny. Uh, and then JSN played pretty good. Yeah, I think he built off of that one huge catch against San Francisco, but uh, 11 targets, 7 for 62. Um, go ahead. No, I'm good. Oh, okay. Uh, 7 for 62 on 11 targets, yeah. Um, Mike, um, Tyler Lockett, 5 for 47 in this one. Uh, JSN had those 11 targets, like I said. Uh, Tyler Lockett had 8. Do you think that JSN is starting to take over for Tyler Lockett? Do you think this was like a one-game blip? How do you, How do you see this shaking out going forward? That's a tough question. Um, I want to see JSN start to take over. I, I'm sure Seattle wants to see that as well. Um, and But is he going to take over? Probably not. Uh, Tyler Lockett's just too good. So I could see sort of a 2A, 2B situation mm-hmm. going on between these two guys and not really knowing who's going to take the lead at any given week. Yeah, I could see that true where it's like a – these three guys share 20 to 25 catches every week and, you know, 250 yards. And it just depends how it all shakes out, uh, which one was the good start. Um, Zach Charbonnet injured in this one, uh, had a bad game before then, except for one catch for 39 yards. Uh, he's not good, folks. Well, and he fell in the end zone, too. So his fantasy yeah. performance is pretty good, actually, even though his on-field performance was completely forgettable. Yeah, but uh, just more my take, uh, not good. He's whatever. He's a guy. Yeah, he's a guy. Mike, um, Zach Charbonnet, um, do you think he's a – I forgot about – when's Kenneth Walker coming back? I just completely – my brain just shut uh, off real quick. May, maybe next week, maybe the week after that. Okay, so get him the hell off your rosters. Let's not talk about sh- uh, Zach Shitbonnet. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right, Jake Bobo, uh, go out pick him up. He uh, caught 100% of his targets. Uh, Geno Smith, Mike. One target. He caught 100% of his targets. Geno Smith, Mike. This is now, uh, let's see, um, one good game in his last three, but uh, two in his last four. Um, and it came against a difficult opponent. Um, do you think that uh, Geno Smith might be worth playing down the stretch after San Francisco? Because he gets Philly and Tennessee, which are two good uh, defenses to pass on. Yeah. I think you, you're definitely going to pass on those defenses, and then in in bye week situations, you, you there's only one more. Oh, good. So there's the week that you play him. It's a bye week okay. situation. So you play him against the Niners next week. It's oh, the man. last week. It's the last bye week. Well, then you don't want to do that. So okay. maybe not play him at all. All right. So we've reached a too little, too late situation with Geno Smith. Um, he, uh, he bonked his elbow and gained superpowers, I guess. He did a real rookie of the year situation. Yeah, he's, he's the rookie of the year. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk about the, uh, Cowboys real quick. Uh, Dak Prescott, he's good at football. Um, but, uh, Walker, you wanted to know about Brandon Cooks who uh, scored a touchdown in this one. Yeah. I asked if Cooks was a guy that you want to start most weeks. Um, the last, you know, bye week is in there, but the last like one, two, three, four, five, seven games. So same, same arbitrary cutoff as the uh, positive Dak Prescott stats. <laughs> yes. But uh, Cooks had a really bad start to the season. 
um, his first four games or his first five games, he missed one of them and then uh, wasn't better than here wide receiver 55. And then all of a sudden in week six, you know, a lot to do with the matchups, but he's been taking advantage of those matchups. You know, he's, he's been a top 30 wide receiver five of the last seven weeks, if you include this week, which I think 16 and a half points will be enough to be top 30, especially with 16s on by. Um, not getting a ton of targets. He's only gotten more than four targets once this season, mm. which oh wow is a crazy thing. To, oh, no, never mind. He's he's only caught more than four passes once. Okay. I was he's, only say, got, he's only crazy. gotten more than four targets three times. Hmm. Yeah, five, five, seven, and then ten. The the one game against the Giants where he went off. Um, so he's really a he's touchdown dependent flex play, but he scores a lot more touchdowns in this offense than most of your other touchdown dependent flex plays. So I think that makes him like a low end wide receiver three. Yeah, so the question was, like, is he someone we're starting in most weeks? And this game, there was a couple things I saw that really impressed me, especially, like, the two-point conversion, where uh, the um, Dallas offensive line held up long enough for Dak Prescott to basically go through all of his reads. And Brandon Cooks is not the, you know, he's not the number one read. On some plays, he's even as far down as four, depending on what they're doing you know, behind like a throw to Tony Pollard or Jake Ferguson. But I still think that he was wide open and, um, you know, we, we clowned on Mike McCarthy and, and Schottenheimer, but they're making this work. And I think he's like a margin. I think you nailed it on the head, like a back end wide receiver three, as long as Dax on this heater, I think that Brandon cooks is going to be along for the ride. And I don't know when this heater stops. Got Philly next week mm-hmm. at, at Buffalo at Miami and then Detroit. Yeah, I mean, at Buffalo is not a great matchup, but that defense is pretty injured. Yeah. So it, it's not as good as it was at the start of the season. Philly, you can pass against. Last time they played Philly, he played 77% of snaps and caught one pass. So we'll see. But on paper, that's a good matchup. And then, yeah, Miami and Detroit are both pretty good matchups, too. So he definitely should be on your roster. And I think he's like a situational play based on what your roster looks like. Okay. Move the arbitrary endpoint to that 173 point game and then where he's killing it. Just move it forward. Every time. That's how you do it with the Cowboys. If there's a bad game, just move the endpoint so it doesn't exist. <laughs> right. Of course. Yeah. All right, Mike, what do you think about Brandon Cooks? Um, he's been cooking lately, but do you think that he's a guy like, would you rather start uh, uh, going forward Brandon Cooks or Jackson Smith and a Jigba? Uh, probably Brandon Cooks. Uh, I think that with uh, Cooks, he's not only the second receiver on this great passing offense of a team, but um, he's also producing when he's giving opportunities. So uh, I, I think Cooks has a good solid floor, and um, I'd rather put him in the flex over JSN almost mm-hmm. any any given week. Okay, sounds fair enough. So uh, he's still available in some leagues, uh, you know, not super highly owned um just trying to find here overview i had it oh, i lost it let's say he is 69 percent rostered nice nice just made that just made that number up all right uh 69 <laughs> i like the idea we need a number to go between 68 and 70 it's like oh i've got an idea <laughs> i just I came up with this number yeah i got one yeah all right so we got cd lamb uh he's 63 percent rostered 60 oh not bad for a guess 
Um, all right, so we got C.D. Lamb. Uh, he's good, folks. Yes. Um, yeah. Dak Prescott, you're starting every week. Uh, Jake Ferguson, uh, I think we all kind of agree uh, he is like upper blob. He's like right at the fringe of like breaking out of the blob. I'm not sure if he's like quite a good enough player to do that. And he still has really weird weeks where he scores like two points. Mm-hmm. But he's definitely one of the top three passing options in this offense. I mean, in terms of, in terms of targets, he's getting more than Cooks is. So I think in a, you know, the tight end landscape has been a little better this season, but still not great. We've still got some big injuries at tight end. So I think Ferguson's a top 12 guy pretty much every week. All right, Mike, what do you think about Fergo? Yeah, Fergo is definitely up there. Top, top 12. Um, I would say some most weeks too. He can be in top five. Okay. Uh, I would say next week, good week to start him. If uh, you have a couple tight ends, uh, like that you're rotating, uh, they get Philly uh, seven uh, catches, 91 yards on 10 targets. What Jake Ferguson did last time against Philly. So yeah, Philly's uh, linebackers are not good. Yeah, they are no good. No bueno. Uh, Tony Pollard wasn't very efficient, but he got a ton of carries and a touchdown. Uh, I think Walker said it a few weeks ago. That's just what the Dallas RB one looks like. Yep. <laughs> it's just how it happens. So going to be going to play all 17 games and be inefficient all year and finishes like running back eight. Yep. Oh boy. Uh, love, love to be James Connor. Yeah, you're going to be mildly disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to be James Connor taking uh, people saying uh, potentially RB one overall upside for Tony Pollard. I, I do. I do remember that. Yes. That was, that was silly. Yes. All right. Uh, anything else? Seahawks, Cowboys. We want to we want to talk about. Mm, no, I don't think so. I think we covered it. Mike, any other thoughts? Former Michigan, Luke Schoonmaker, one reception, 12 yards. Let's go, baby. Also caught 100% of his targets. That's right. All right. True. So let, uh, let's move on to the week 13 Sunday and Monday action. Definitely not stalling. Uh, as Walker said, there are six teams on buys. The Bills, Bears, Raiders, Vikings, Ravens, and Saquon Barkley. Um, so, uh, first game up on the docket is going to be Mike's Colts, six and five travel to Tennessee, take on the four and seven Titans Colts are one point favorites. This is a 43 and a half point over under. Um, I'm going to take the Colts in this one. I'm realizing I did not fill out my, uh, my guys. Um, I I don't think Jeff, I don't think you've done that once this season. I think I did not. You always (laughs) fill it out while we're doing the episode. (laughs) Okay. Injuries for the Colts. Juju Brents. Uh, he's jujuing on uh, on that beat. And by the beat, I mean the sideline because he's out with a quad injury. Uh, Jonathan Taylor out with a thumb injury. Traylon Burks is questionable with a concussion. Um, we'll find out today if he clears concussion protocol. So, Mike, you want to know? Oh, you want to know about uh, Zach Moss with no uh, Jonathan Taylor? Yeah, with no Jonathan Taylor, Zach Moss going to be top 12 running back on the week. Uh, well, let's see who's on by. Uh, did, did, did Josh Saquon. Jacobs? J- Josh Jacobs is out of there. Uh, Saquon's out of there. Uh, Cook, maybe Cook. Yeah, um, I don't. I I think Cook is more like RB sixteen, seventeen on most weeks. So I wouldn't put him top like guess, a guy guess, that we're putting yeah, out I mean, of the top twelve. So bas- basically, if he was top fourteen in a normal week, then he'd be top twelve this week. 
I'll say yes, because I, I think that Zach Moss with you know Zach Moss without Jonathan Taylor has just been feasting this season, and so he's kind of like a top fifteen free space. So with six teams on by, two great running backs, uh, one guy who could sneak into the top twelve in any given week with a touchdown, I would say yeah, I would say Zach Moss is a top twelve option this week. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I have him ranked sixth. Uh, I mean, the Colts backup running back is reportedly going to be Trey Sermon. Yep. For the foreseeable future. 49ers legend. So I'm I'm guessing that Zach Moss is going to get a ton of touches and that's very valuable. So I, yeah. And he, and he's played pretty well this season. So I, I think he's a guy that you're starting pretty much no matter what. Galaxy brain uh, uh, take is uh, the Colts uh, system fixed, fix Zach Moss and it'll fix Trey Sermon. Mm, I don't, it, will, it will not do that. <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> Mike, what do you think about your, your own starting running back, Zach Moss? Well, he was top six before Jonathan Taylor came in. So mm-hmm. with the bye weeks and the fact that uh, I agree, Zach Moss is going to get a ton of carries because Trey Sermon is not good. Um, and with those combinations involved, they, yeah, top 12 should be somewhere in there. Yeah. Okay. So the only like pushback you could give would be, you know, the Titans are middling against running backs. Like they're 20th in fancy points allowed. I don't think that they're, they're an offense that or defense that you really worry about when you're, uh, when your opponents goes against them, they're 14th in the last few weeks, which just tells me that they're just bouncing up and down. Um, Elsewhere on the offense, uh, Michael Pittman, Josh Downs are both great starts. I think Michael Pittman, uh, I, I I dug up some stats last night. Uh, he's going to destroy the Titans. Um, I, have, I have Pittman ranked wide receiver eight this week. Yeah, yeah I said that uh, he has wide receiver two overall upside, which I'm just saying he cannot pass DK Metcalf. But everybody else. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Titans allow uh, the most first read catches. They also allow the highest contested catch rate. And uh, Michael Pittman is first in the league in contested catch rate and gets the seventh most first read targets. So it's going to be a lot of Michael Pittman, a lot of Michael Pittman destroying the Titans. Michael Pittman, uh, 12 targets, 10 catches for 120 yards. I was going to say 138. So let's go. All right. uh, Josh Downs, though. Titans stink. Mm -hmm. Um, They do stink a lot to the number one wide receiver, but 13 targets last week. Only came in with five of them, but uh, are we going to go, are we just going to roll that, that potential 13 targets back out there? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm definitely rolling with, with Josh Downs. I have him inside my top 24 as well. He was one of my starts this week. Um, I, I think he's pretty good player and he's getting the targets. So especially on a thinner week. Yeah. I think definitely a wide receiver too. Yeah. Uh, Mike, what do you think about Josh Downs in this matchup? He's definitely the wide receiver, too, on the team. Um, and he's, I don't know about 13 targets, that's a lot, but he's going to definitely be up there. I mean, they don't really throw to the tight ends very much. Um, mm-hmm. They're not really a dump off to the running back as much. Um, and it goes Pittman number one and then Downs number two. So, and he's opened a lot. I mean, like, open open not like nfl kind of open where you only have like three inches of space i mean <laughs> for, for some reason he he knows how how to um run his routes and get get a lot of separation so uh i i could see him being targeted quite a bit um maybe 10 10 targets out of this game 
Yeah, okay. I, mean, I, I feel like he has a pretty safe floor of like seven targets minimum. And most of the time he's going to come up with over half of his targets. So, if I mean, if his floor is like four for 40 and his ceiling is he gets double digit targets and has double digit catches, then I think that's a guy you're definitely playing, especially in a good matchup. Yeah, I agree. Good matchup. A lot of guys on by. It's going to be hard to get away from that uh, that uh, target profile for Josh mm-hmm. Downs. Um we talked up Michael Pittman, talked up Josh Downs. I'd say Gardner Minshew is an okay stream this week. He's rostered in like uh, 23% of leagues. Yeah. Uh, so not a lot good streaming. I wrote the streamers article yesterday. Every single player rostered between 49 and 23 or 24% of leagues is either on IR or buy. Yeah, I think Minshew is like the last guy I'd feel comfortable playing. I, I have him ranked at 15 and... Baker against Carolina is 16, and I don't really feel too comfortable about that. So, yeah, I mean, if you're desperate, Minshew's a fine play. Yeah, that that's going to be a Rashad White game, I think. Um, Mike, you feeling okay about Minshew this week? Well, he is Gardner Minshew. He is he's a Greek god, and uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> When 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 you have a Greek god out there, then yeah, you, you definitely. He's not even Greek. Uh, or good. Damn it. <laughs> uh, Mike said God, not good. <laughs> they're they're uh, bad gods. Like, he's not. He, well, he's not God. God either. So. Oh, all right, Mike. Yes, no. Gardner Minshew, okay stream, maybe. I say okay stream, especially against this defense and the fact that they're probably going to be throwing the ball quite a bit. Um. This should be a pretty good game for him. I'd say he fringes top 12. All righty. Fringes top 12. I'll take it. Um, Walker, you want to know on the other side, uh, if uh, concerned about passing volume and passing game, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, my theme this week was uh, can we bench questions. So can we bench DeAndre Hopkins? I mean, it's America. You can do whatever you want. Why do you have to do it every time? <laughs> Should we bench DeAndre Hopkins? Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, he hasn't been. I mean, this passing game has been like, but because Will Levis sucks, like he's really bad. Um, you know, since that uh, since that breakout uh, um, Falcons game, uh, where yeah. uh, DeAndre Hopkins had one twenty eight and three, DeAndre Hopkins had four for sixty, three for twenty seven, four for fifty nine, three for forty nine. He did score a touchdown in there, but that's like. Yeah, that's like, like that's like fringe wide receiver three numbers. I mean, that's like Brandon Cooks without as many touchdowns. So, yeah, I mean, Mike, what do you think? I'd rather start Josh Towns over DeAndre Hopkins. I agree. Uh, yeah, I agree as well. Because uh, I'm I'm also looking at like you have like this isn't a huge like wide receivers out week like back end guys like. You've got a bunch of top tier guys, but you're not really like missing a lot of like kind of this tier of wide receiver. So you probably will, you could get away from Deandre Hopkins. Like you can break ties ahead of him, like Deandre Hopkins or Josh Downs, like Mike mentioned, or we could go with like a, um, here, I'll give you, I'll give you five, five questions. Okay. Uh, Deandre Hopkins or Garrett Wilson. Oh, Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Garrett Garrett Wilson Wilson. going up against the, uh, who the jets playing. Atlanta. Uh, The Falcons. Yeah. Um, Hopkins or Terry McLaurin? 
Commanders going up against the Dolphins. Um, yeah, McLaurin. I would probably go McLaurin. I would go McLaurin. Hopkins or Marquise Brown? Mm, That's a I would tough one. Probably go Hopkins. Yeah, I think I'd go Hopkins as well. That's the first one I disagree with you guys on. I would go Brown. Okay. Uh, Hopkins or Puka Nakua? Puka. Even though somebody has uh, Puka as a sit of the week. Well, no, Cup is my sit of the week. Oh. Nakua is my other sit. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd go Hopkins over Nakua. And DeAndre Hopkins or Curtis Samuel? Hopkins again. I think I would go Samuel just because of how much the commanders are throwing the football. Yeah, I could see it. I, I think I'd go Hopkins in that scenario, but it's they're in the same tier for me. Yeah, like Samuel could have, based on what Minch, um, Howell's been doing, uh, <laughs> Freudian slip there. Yeah. Uh, based on what Howell's been doing, like he could have 10 targets on a like sub 25% target share. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he doesn't even he doesn't even really like he just needs to be a normal amount involved and he could have like seven for 65 and it just be a normal game. Yeah, exactly. and Hopkins, he, I would say Samuel has a higher floor than Hopkins, but Hopkins definitely has a higher ceiling. All right. Um, I had a thought in my brain and it's mm-hmm. it's a very intrusive thought and it's if Chris okay. Olave doesn't play. I'm like, A.T. Perry or DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, my God, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely Hopkins. Yes, definitely Hopkins. But I was like, maybe? No. Maybe? Lynn Bowden? Oh, my God. No, it'll be Juwan Juwan Johnson and Taysom Hill combining for, like, 20 touches. Well, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Um, Elsewhere on the Titans, you're starting Derrick Henry, and that's it. I think Chig's a fringe start. Mm. He's been getting more involved lately. I, I have him tight in 15, so he's still not a recommended start, but he's been getting that, like, 4 for 40. Oh, well, if he's been getting the 4 for 40. He hasn't been getting the 4 for 40. He got that once. He got it last week. Once. You're trying to trick me. And he's been getting targets, hasn't he? 5, 2, 6, 4, 5, 4. 9. 9. Uh, yeah, arbitrary I mean, endpoint, Walker. He, he's averaging like five targets a game. So How, here, check this out. Uh, last time he played the Colts, nine targets. There we go. There it is. True, and eight point three fantasy points. I mean, to be fair, Chig hasn't reached double digit fantasy points one time this season. So he, has, he hasn't scored a touchdown. That's the yeah. Problem. That that would be why. So yeah. um, touchdown probably not super likely. But I mean, if you need to throw somebody in there, he's definitely not going to get you zero. Okay, Mike, Chig or Hunter Henry? Yikes. Uh, I'll go Hunter Henry. Are Chig you looking or... at my rankings? No. Oh, my God. He does it again, folks. <laughs> <laughs> back to back. Woo! Chig or uh, Juwan Johnson, like I mentioned? I'll go Chig. Chig. Uh, Gerald Everett? Chig. Okay. Kyle Pitts. I'd yeah, still go with Pitts. Yeah, yeah I, I think Pitts I have also. to go with Pitts there. Chig and Pitts are getting like the same volume or the same like fancy points every week, but Kyle Pitts could uh, go for a billion. Yeah, the ceiling if, is way higher with Pitts. Yeah. If they here here here's what needs to happen for Chig to have a great game. Uh, the Titans offense needs to fundamentally change from a talent perspective. Here's what <laughs> needs to happen for Kyle Pitts to have a good game. 
Arthur Smith needs to pull his head out of his ass. Now it depends yeah. on how you feel about those teams, which is more likely to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, all right. Uh, so I'm going, Mike and I going the Colts. Let's go, Mike. Yes. Let's go Colts. Yes. I'm, uh, I'm going against the Colts. Uh, taking the Titans. I think that I had to pick like an upset somewhere, and this just seems like the most likely one to me. Uh, the the one point favorite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, 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 people look at it as more of an upset because the Colts are six and five and in the playoffs right now, and the Titans have been really bad most of the year. But I mean, they're borderline back to Titans this year. It's close. I think having a legitimate head coach is the only reason that they're not yeah i think so too um all right and uh all right so let's move on to the next one chargers patriots chargers four and seven patriots two and nine chargers six point favorites 40 and a half point over under uh injuries for the chargers keenan allen questionable with a quad injury but he should be playing uh trey pipkins questionable with a wrist injury jt wood zach bailey jasir taylor nick vanette all ruled out uh, for the Patriots, uh, we've got Chris Board questionable with a back injury. Trent Brown questionable with an ankle and chest injury. Zeke Elliott questionable with a thigh. He should play. City Sow, hell of a yeah. name. Yeah, CD Sow, yeah. CD Sow, Dietrich Wise, uh, Riley Reef all questionable. Kayshawn Boutte, Demario Douglas, both already ruled out. So um, let's go to Mike's rip, question. Go rip, ahead. rip pop week because it yeah. was going to be pop week. It was going to be pop week. I was trying to remember. I was trying to figure out whose week it's going to be uh, with with uh, Bailey Zappi at quarterback. <laughs> it could yeah. literally be any of the healthy receivers. I mean, yeah. most likely it'll be either Parker or Juju will have a good game and then nobody else will. Uh, Mike, would you rather start uh, Tyquan Thornton? <laughs> or is he even is he even active? I don't think he he's healthy either. Dang. I think their third receiver is going to be Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager? Ooh. Yeah. Hell yeah. Ooh, former first round pick Jalen Rager. It's true. Former first round pick Devontae Parker as well. Oh, man. And Juju, oh. right? Oh, boy. Actually, you know who might. Well, Juju was the second round. Right? Yeah, I was going to say, I think he was second. Yeah, you know who actually might get on the field? Uh, uh, no. Uh, for uh, He has been in the. I didn't know he was still in the league. Let's see. Uh, hold on. I'm trying to see if the Patriots did, in fact, draft him. Yes. Yes. Long time New England Patriot, 38 year old. Oh, Matt, Matt Slater. Matt, Matthew Slater. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. I think they would play like one of their running backs at receiver before, or just play Kasiki at receiver before they would do that. Ooh, Mike Kasiki week? Mike it could be. Mike Kasiki week? Yeah. Could be. <laughs> Jeff's Ooh. very excited all of a sudden. <laughs> Mike Kasiki week? All right, new free space. Instead of free space, the question is Mike Kasiki week? <laughs> Probably not. Mike Kasiki tonight? No, I don't think so. Uh, Mike, you wanted to talk about uh, the Chargers, about Austin Eckler. Yeah, so Austin Eckler, who's ninth in points per game, um, is he benchable against the Patriots? No. I don't think so. I mean, they they this team is built to pass, and they have no good, healthy receivers, except for Keenan Allen. Who's barely healthy. Who's barely healthy. I mean, I think by volume alone, I don't think he can get away from Austin Eckler. Mike, tell us how we're wrong. Mike, here, tell us how we're wrong. He always well, does it. He can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> well, he hasn't been 
very good the last couple of weeks, right? Um, RB31 and, and RB31 in two bad weeks. I, I mean, yeah. I just don't think that's killing you. Um, and the week, and the three weeks before that, he was RB6, RB4, RB4. But we are talking about the Patriots here. Uh, so I, I, you're not going to bench him, but I, I'd be very tempted to do do so so i'd say you play him in the flex that's about where <laughs> yes mike's mike's moving him down to the flex and he's putting uh i don't know javante williams into his rb2 spot instead that's right let's mike, do that night. mike punishing actually, austin I, eckler i can actually do that too in one of my leagues i think do I'm it i think i figured saying javante williams that mike would actually have him somewhere yeah, put put your mind. Well, Mike has like seventy five leagues, so you could say like. <laughs> yeah, Mike has ninety percent of the fantasy eligible players. Yeah, but you could have been like, uh, yeah, you could uh, put like, um, you know, Michael Carter in there, and Mike's like, I'm listening. Mike, who, Mike, who's the first like relevant player that you can come up with that you don't have in any league? <laughs> oh man, um, nobody probably. I I got him really. Ball. Wow, yeah. okay, okay. Dang. Mike rostering the entire NFL. I actually saw somebody propose a league where you, a best ball league where you draft literally every uh skill p- player in the NFL. And there's no waiver wire. It's just a, a best ball. It's like literally every single player gets drafted. That's that's actually pretty funny. I yeah. <laughs> I don't mind that. <laughs> I'd probably uh, do it. I'm thinking about it. I mean, I think it would be fun. Oh, yeah. I was like, all right, we're in round 97, and I'm trying to decide between Matthew <laughs> Slater and uh, A.T. Perry. Gunnar Olszewski is in there Gunner, Ooh, Gunnar Olszewski. Uh, all right, so um, we talked about the Chargers. Free space Patriots. Ramondre, yes or no? Yes. Yes. It's Hunter Henry week, folks. It might be. It certainly Mike? could be. Mike? Hunter Henry week? Um. It's been a couple of weeks since he's done anything, correct? It's been. Uh, me look, let me look that up. Uh, yeah, he yeah he he had a bye week in there, but yeah, last week no targets against the Giants. Uh, week ten, five targets was tight end twenty three. The week before that he was tight end ten. But it's uh, been a it's been a uh it's been a pretty rough go since he was tight end one and tight end two the first two weeks. Right. Uh, remember that. <laughs> remember how cool that was. That oh, was those fun. were the days. And then he's been uh, top twelve once in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games. So is that good? No. Mm, okay. Well, but it is, is a good char- matchup. I was gonna say, is the Chargers' defense good against tight ends? Also, no. No, no, I, I would say that my prediction for Hunter Henry is that he catches, let's see, four passes for 46 yards. So four he gets for 40. in the end zone. Woo, so. put it together. That's a top 12 tight end there, baby. Top yeah, I mean, 12 tight end. Yep. I, I don't think he's going to get in the end zone. Mike does, so. Hmm. According, uh, put put him in your DFS lineups. Mike Valverde. Yes, right. Yes. Putting putting Mike Valverde in my DFS. <laughs> He's really cheap. He gives you way more lineup flexibility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, $1. I'm good one dollar. One dollar. One dollar for Mike. Um. So, uh, Chargers. Gerald Everett. I wouldn't start. Uh, Keenan Allen. Herbert? I. Uh, Herbert. I'm. 
I'm benching Herbert in my two quarterback league. Oh, no, wait, am I? I don't think in your yes. two quarterback league. In a two quarterback league, you're benching Herbert? Wow. Two and, two and Kyler, bitch. Well, I have Kyler one behind Herbert, but I guess I can understand that. I need I need a I need a, a positive reinforcement from from Mike to it to a to a Kyler Justin Herbert bench one. Uh, I would bench. Yeah, I think you got it right. I would bench Herbert. All right. By the way, I forgot to mention it doesn't matter. Guess who I played in my home league this week? Walker already knows. Oh yeah, uh, DK Metcalf, <laughs> CD Lamb, Geno Smith, Dak Prescott. I think are all on that guy's team or something no, like that. Not Geno. Not Geno, but Deron Bland. Oh got yeah, Deron Bland yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. So he, his opponent has like 110 points already. Yeah. Already. I, I went in yesterday to or uh, yesterday to like tinker a little bit, and I was like, how did this go from like 50-50 to like 75-25? I was like, uh, did I like not put bye week guys in or something? And I looked and I was like, what the hell? Oh like, man. So. Nothing like no knowing you, your work's already over with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, would you would you guys say that most people would regard Justin Herbert as disappointing this season? Well, I think most people are are going to tie the Chargers' fates to what Justin Herbert has done, and also he is uh, bad uh, in their eyes because they're not winning. So I would say yes, they would say that he's disappointing, even though he hasn't been. I was going to say because he has uh, in eleven games he's been a top twelve quarterback eight times, and he's QB five on the season. Yeah, he's he is what we thought he was. He is exactly what you drafted him to be, and people are pissed off. It's unnecessary. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's just because there's charging and it's a very. Uh, let's say highlight heavy way to lose games, so people think that Justin Herbert's been playing poorly. Yeah, it's fair. All right. Um, I think that's it for this one. All right. Uh, we nope. We each have to pick. Uh, we, here, here's a new game. It's called uh, uh which uh, shitty wide receiver do you want? Are we starting Juju or Quentin Johnston? Juju. Yeah, I gotta go Juju here. All right, Chargers win. Next game up, Lions and Saints. We all chose the Chargers. Lions and Saints. Uh, Lions are eight and three. Saints are five and six. Uh, Detroit four point favorites. This is a forty and a half point over under in this one. Lions uh, injuries are uh, Jonah Jackson questionable with an ankle injury. Alex Anzalone doubtful with a hand injury. Hendon Hooker out with a knee injury. They do have to activate him soon or throw him on season-ending IR. Uh, the Saints, Blake Groupie, Eric McCoy, Chris Olave, Cam Jordan, all questionable. Uh, Chris Olave is like the bit, the one that we'll find out about probably today because the concussion protocol, but he did go in it last week. And it's like just Brock Purdy that's gotten out of it in one week this year. Uh, Marcus May, Kendra Miller, Rashid Shahid, Pete Werner all out as well for the Saints. So, uh, Walker, you wanted to know about uh, uh, Sam Laporta. Can we bench him? he's a blob guy he's getting at least five targets a game i mean i know it's a i know it's a tough matchup but no i don't i i I don't think you can bench it even though i also don't think it's fair to call him a blob guy yeah i don't either it's tight end three on this or tight end four on the season that's true and i mean his worst finish on the season is tight end 18 i mean he's just been kind of a blob guy Lately, I guess is what I meant to say. Four for I mean, forty, three for eighteen, five for forty-seven. Those are those are like his floor is blob guy, I guess, like upper blob guy. 
So sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so if his sorry. floor is upper blob, then that means that he's a starter every week. I would say. Yeah, you're still starting him. Even it in was the... just there's not a there's not a very good question for the Lions in this one because it's just you start the guys that are good and then you don't start the guys who aren't good. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> don't start the guys who aren't good. Start the guys who are good. Quote Walker Kelly. Great strategy. It never fails. <laughs> yep. All right. Um. So no, Mike, you agree? Yeah, you don't bench Sam Laporta. All right. So as Walker said, uh, start the guys who are good. Don't start the guys who aren't good. Does that include Jared Goff in a dome on the road? I think you can play Goff. I don't think he's a great play, but I have him at 12. So he's startable. Um, decent play. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. Get Gibbs, Montgomery, St. Brown, Laporta are the obvious guys, but Goff is borderline. All right, Mike, would you rather start Jared Goff or Sam Howell against the Dolphins? Sam Howell. Uh, CJ or CJ Stroud against the Broncos, who are good now. Mm. I think uh, CJ Stroud. Okay. Um, Jared Goff or Baker Mayfield against the Panthers. This one should be pretty straightforward. Yeah, I'll go Goff. Yeah, me too. Walker? I agree on all three of those. Okay, perfect. Uh, or Stat Padford. Ugh, definitely not Stafford against Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. No. All right. Perfect. Uh, or Brock Purdy. 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 Or Jake Browning. <laughs> I'm parents. not answering that. <laughs> Ooh, sounds like Walker wants to start Jake Browning, but won't admit it. I don't want to start <laughs> Jake Browning. Oh, uh, sounds like you do. <laughs> I don't want to do that. All right. Fine. <laughs> All right, my question is, uh, I won't shut up about him, so it makes a lot of sense. It's, uh, is Juwan Johnson a viable streamer this week? So the Lions against tight ends have been, uh, over the last five, I'm sorry, over the season, they've been 13th against tight ends. Um, we are in a situation where we're going to be without Rashid Shahid. We're going to have potentially no um, Chris Olave. M- Michael Thomas already on IR. They are bereft of targets. We were joking about A.T. Perry or Lynn Bowden. Uh, last week, uh, Juwan Johnson um, got seven targets, four catches, 45 yards. It was his highest uh, reception output of, I'm sorry, his highest yardage output of the season last week. Um, it was his second best fantasy day of the week, which is of the season, which isn't saying a whole hell of a lot about Juwan Johnson. But um, this is more about one week opportunity against a, an opponent that I'm not really like scared of. I'm also not targeting for my tight ends. Like they're they're okay. So are we starting, is Jawan Johnson a viable uh, streaming tight end this week? I mean, I think the way you worded the question makes the answer yes. yes. I think he's a viable option, but I personally would look elsewhere. All right, is he a good option? I don't think so. All right, Mike, what do you think? Uh, I agree with Walker. I, I don't, he's very touchdown dependent, so I, I don't see him scoring a touchdown, so he should not be in your lineups. How's it feel that you're both wrong? Because I just came back from the future. You went five for 68 and a touchdown. Ooh. Well, I don't really care as long as the Lions win. Yeah, five for 68 and a touchdown. The Lions win uh, 42 to 17. That sounds great to me. Yeah. Wait, wait till you'll see what the Taysom Hill touchdown looks like. (laughs) 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 All right. Thrown to him by Jamal Williams somehow. Yeah, somehow. Yeah. Um, so you're starting Alvin Kamara. You're starting. I, we joked, but if there's no Chris Olave, are any of these 
passing game options, A.T. Perry, Lynn Bowden, anybody like this, are they at all viable? I mean, I guess if you're desperate, you can try to throw Perry in your lineup, but I would I, I would not be you know, playing those guys. Mike? Yeah, I agree. No, I don't think there's any viable. I viability. mean, you can you can find like DJ Chark in a good matchup on your waivers. Uh, oh. I also agree, but it's because Derek Carr stinks. Yeah, he's not very good. He's bad now. Also, I looked up his contract. Uh, it's like it's like da- uh, Daniel Jones level bad. Yikes. Yeah, I mean he. I think he's still a little better than Dan- Daniel Jones, but yeah, the contract is not. It's not pretty. Yeah, it's uh. They're next they're year. in purgatory forever. Yeah, uh, those are the those cops are coming for Derek Carr for stealing the money from the Saints. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what All was right. it? Three years too, or four years? Three years, uh, twelve, one hundred and twenty-one million dollars. Yeah, it's a big percentage of your cap for a quarterback who isn't very good and isn't better than the guy that you just threw in there last year. And do you want to know the best part? Uh, it has two void years to spread out the cap it. So they are. St- oh, I'm sorry. It was four years, 150 million dollars, because they extended him. Because I oh. think they they re I think they re-sign, rejiggered his contract. Yeah, so he's getting less per year, but more security in length. Yep, his yearly cash this year, 30 million. Next year, 30 million. 2025, 40 million. Hmm. Hmm. I, I, I have a feeling that he's not going to be a saint anymore after next year. Yeah, well, if they cut him, he has a, I guess, only a 17 million dead cap against a 45 million cap hit. Jesus. Yeah, so they'll get rid of him then and eat the 17 million. Yeah, he will definitely not be a saint in 2026 when he has a $55 million cap. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he will not be. <laughs> or a dead cap of 11-4. So, uh, yeah, if they don't cut him in 2025, it's definitely happening the next year. Yeah, so, um, all right, uh, saint's bad. Uh, it's funny to see. Uh, does Dennis Allen get fired at the end of the year? Uh, I mean, it depends how they finish, but I'm guessing it's going to be like 7-10 and 10 or 8-9 and, and no playoffs. So probably. Yeah, I think he gets fired as well. Walker or Mike? Yeah, he gone. He gone. He's lost the locker room. He lost fired. Alvin Kamara. Fired. fired. I mean, Alvin Kamara had that press conference. It's like basically like, man, the coaches aren't saying anything of value. And for your, you know. Yeah, yeah. It w- I think Jeff pointed it out that it was like uh, Kamara was like, yeah, we keep saying how we need to get better, but we need to figure out how we need to get better. We we all know we need to be better. And then Dennis Allen went in the press conference like 30 minutes later and was like, yeah, we just got to be better. We just got to yeah. be better. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, man, could that have worked out better? Better. All right. Uh, we all got the lines in this one. Um, no sneak. I don't think there's any sneaky starts in this one because Saints defense is good lines. Uh, or Saints defense is good and Saints defense is bad. So I don't want to go get like one of the down roster lines guys or, no, or a no. Saints guy. I don't think so. All right, let's talk Falcons and Jets, shall we? Yeah. For the Falcons, Mike Hughes and Matt Collins are both questionable. All these guys are questionable for the Jets. Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook, Izzy Abanakanda, Wes Schweitzer, Kenny Yaboa, and uh, Aaron Rodgers is uh, out out uh, for the rest of the year. He is not coming back. No, definitely not. See, what he did was he knew how he could. All right, I'm going to go conspiracy theory real quick about Aaron Rodgers. Um, two, two things that Aaron Rodgers knows a lot about himself and conspiracy theories. <laughs> um, he 
always knew that the Jets were going to be shitty without him. He, he he knew that quarterback room. He brought Tim Boyle in. They're like boys. He saw Zach Wilson. He came in to replace him. And so he always said, oh, I'll come back from this Achilles injury. And, um, you know, it depends on if the Jets are still good. He knew the Jets were going to be in the shitter. Oh, so yeah. he was able to get weeks and weeks and weeks of attention. And he could also do the like, oh, well, people doubted me, this, that, and the other. And, you know, I, I'm good enough to practice, so I should be good enough to play. But I think I'm just going to shut it down and wait for 2024. It's the way for him to maximize attention. Yeah, that's yeah, that's literally all it is. Is he, he wants to everybody to think he's Superman, but no, of course he's not going to play. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers was the real pandemic all along. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all right, uh, so Mike, let's talk. Oh wait, uh, Falcons five and six, Jets four and seven, uh, thirty three and a half point over. <laughs> damn Iowa over under uh, Atlanta three point favorites. Mike, you want to know about Drake London? Yeah, well, Jake Lennon finished inside the top twenty-four. No, no, <laughs> I don't think it, I, I don't think he finishes in the top thirty-six. Yikes! He's uh, do you know what uh, do you know what Drake London and Buffalo Wild Wings have in common? They both can't fly. They're gonna be drowning in sauce. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Good. That's fine. Yes? Good? Yeah, that's all right. All yeah, right. I like that. I probably would have just made fun of French cuisine instead of Buffalo Wild Wings. I guess. But, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings, it has NFL commercials. There's a sauce garden. Yeah. You know, uh, it works. It works. It works. All yeah. right. Uh, uh, you know it's a good joke when you have to go, it works, it works. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. It? It's, it's really good. It's yeah. good. It's a good <laughs> joke. All right. Uh, I, I think, uh, Mike, what do you think about this? Well, he's really the only receiver, right, um, on this team. Um, outside Pat Collins? Of, of, Who might not play. Um, and, well, maybe Bijan. Um, but, yeah, I don't – I think top 30. So he's going to fall out of the top 24. Okay. I think, yeah. I mean, he's – let's see. He's played in one, two, three, four, five, ten games this year. He's been a top 24 receiver three times, but he's been a top 30 receiver five times. So unlikely that he's top 24, 50-50 chance he's top 30. I'll give him top 30 just because um, they're going to need to do something. And they can't just give the ball to Bijan 50 times a game. And they're not going to give the ball to Bijan 50 times a game because they're stupid. They might um, give them the ball like 25 times this game, though. Yeah, I think, I think he'll... Uh, fall out like four catches 73 yards no no nah, five catches 63 yards no touchdowns so it'll be like wide receiver like 28 yeah i i'm not playing in this week I, I i think he's gonna have a rough game i don't think he has much upside is basically what it is no definitely not i All mean right, look at are, the over under yeah 33 and a half um all right uh so we are starting Bijan, correct correct Correct. They they might actually be using Bijan. Yeah, I mean, I think Bijan's a low end RB one in this matchup. Okay, I almost break, big brained myself into a quarter L Patterson after they used him last week, and I was like, no, 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 no. What are you doing? Thirty three and a half point over under. Don't do that. Don't do that. All right. Um. Uh. Don't start anybody else on the Falcons, and that yes, that includes Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I, even in a thin week, it's not a very good matchup. I. I wouldn't. 
It's also not a very thin, like, I guess it is kind of a thin tight end week with uh, Kincaid, Komet, Hawkinson, and likely out, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's three guys there. I mean, if Andrews was healthy, it'd be four, but. By the yeah, way, I mean, you, oh. Even with those guys out, I still have him at 13. You ready for something disgusting? Um, sure. Zach Ertz, Baltimore Raven. Yeah. No, Mark Andrews, Isaiah likely ain't it. That'd be that'd be ugly. That would be ugly. All right, um, Walker, you wanted to ask about the one of the two players or one of the three players worth talking about on the Jets. Uh, yes. Are we benching Brees Hall? <sighs> Is I I kind of want to, like I kind of really want to, but like the catches have been there. So it's going to be hard. Right. I mean, the the thing is that he had two really bad games early in the season when they were refusing to give him the ball. And since week four, he's played in eight games and he's been top 30 in every single one of them. Yeah, that's kind of why I'm hedging, because it's like I know he's not going to have a terrible game, but I just right. worry that he's going to have a good game. Right. People are freaking out because like he hasn't gotten better than 3.6 yards a carry in like a month and a half, which is totally fair. I understand that that's not good, but like you said, the catches are there, you know, again, since week four, he's gotten at least three targets and caught at least three passes in every single one of those games. So I, I just feel like, you know, and last week with Tim Boyle, he had nine targets. Mm. Yeah, I'll start him. Yeah. I just don't, I don't feel like you can get away from him right now. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I don't really like his trajectory. I mean, since playing the Chargers on Monday Night Football, he's gone from 16 carries to 13 to 10 to 7. That's not way you want Brees Hall to Hold go. Hold on. I'm, I'm doing math. He's going to get four, then one, and then, then, one, neg- yeah. then negative two. <laughs> negative two. Um, but as you said, Jeff, his his receptions have been pretty, pretty solid, um, 12 over the last two games. 15 targets so um it's gonna be really tough but I, I agree with walker you can't really get away from him so he's at least flex a flex guy so you can't bench him yeah it's just really annoying to have Brees hall on your roster and to have to be like "Ooh, am i starting Brees hall or like jalen warren that's not ir- irritating at all you just start Brees hall and you're like i made the right decision yeah that's true but what about Brees hall or javante williams i would still start Brees. Mike? I would probably go Javante. All right. Brees or DeAndre Swift? Brees. Swift's playing the 49ers. Mm. I think I'll go Swift. I think that mm, is the official noise of this podcast. Because mm. we all go hmm. 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 All right. Uh, Brees Hall or try to find a lower level guy in a good matchup. Devin Singletary. God, no. <laughs> Brees Hall for sure. Yeah, okay. I think that's Hall. All right, Brees Hall or Devon Ashan? Hall. Hall. Okay, yeah, I think so too. Okie dokie, Brees Hall or... Are you just going to keep doing this forever? Rashad White. White. Yeah, I got to go White. So, okay, so you could bench him. Because if you had, like, it's entirely possible for you to have, like, Christian McCaffrey, Travis Etienne, and Rashad White. And then you're just like, well, I guess I'm not starting Brees Hall. Or even like Kyron Williams. Oh yeah, Kyron Williams. 
So. Or or as my mouth did a few weeks, Karen Williams. I still I'm, I still think about calling him like hit, almost Karen Williams, but not quite. I don't know. All right. Uh, what about uh, Garrett Wilson? Are we starting Garrett Wilson with Timothy uh, Chalamet Boyle? Uh, I think you have to. It's I think receiver seems to be the leanest position this week in terms of guys on buys. So. I, I don't think you can get away from Wilson. I agree. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. Okay. Uh, what about Tyler Conklin? I bring up because Walker wrote about him. You don't need to do that. <laughs> I mean, I haven't met Titan 12, but like, he's fine. You know, he's going to get the targets, but he's not going to do anything impressive. He's, he's a, he's Mr. Blob, you know, him. And so I, I don't know. I would rather start like Logan Thomas or Pat Fryermuth. All right, Mike, what are your thoughts? What do you think? Um, yeah, I agree with Walker. I'd rather start those guys, especially Pat Fryermuth. Okie dokie. Yeah. Okie dokie. So, uh, you know what? I'm going to switch mine. The Jets are going to win. Let's go Jets. With Tim Boyle at quarterback. Have you seen Desmond Ritter? He's better than Tim Boyle. Uh, If if Dalvin Cook doesn't play, are we playing Israel of Anaconda? No. (laughs) Am I going to be really obnoxious if Israel of Anaconda does anything? Yes. Okay. Mike? Yes, I agree. Okay, perfect. (laughs) All right. uh, Next, Next game. I got Jets. Walker and Mike have the Atlanta Falcons. Next game, Cardinals Steelers. Cardinals are two and ten. Steelers are seven and four. Just gonna get this out of the way. We all pick pick the Pittsburgh Steelers because the Cardinals aren't playing the Cowboys, so they're not gonna win. Uh, Cardinals. Uh, the following players are questionable: Trey McBride, Jalen Thompson, Joey Blunt, Joey Blunt, Joey Blunt, Kevin Strong, Marquise Brown, Zach Pascal. Uh, the following players are out: Starling Thomas, Michael Wilson, Antonio Hamilton, and Elijah. Wilkinson sounds like Trey McBride's going to play. Sounds like Marquise Brown's going to play, and it doesn't matter if Zach Pascal plays. Uh, Steelers Montrevious Adams is questionable with an ankle injury, and that's it. So uh, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to ask: Can we scorch the Dorch without Michael Wilson? Uh, Greg Dorch had two targets all year, and then the last couple games uh, injuries to the wide receivers, and he has 17 targets in the last two games. Um, can we start him as like a wide receiver three this week, uh, knowing? that he's probably looking at at least seven targets this week. You can. I mean, I don't love it. I, I think you can start him. Uh, he, for some reason, Kyle Murray likes Greg Dortch. Because uh, they're think, both short. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I, I think since Kyle Murray came on, Greg Dortch is, um, that's the same week that Greg Dortch started to appear himself. So, yeah, I think he definitely can. Uh, so he is the wasp to Kyler Murray's Ant-Man is what I'm hearing. Yeah. He is Evangeline Lilly. You heard he also her. has, I mean, if Michael Wilson continues to be out, he has nothing but good matchups the rest of the season. Mm. Um, Pitts, Pittsburgh is a green matchup, then bye week next week. And then fantasy playoffs, you've got San Francisco, Chicago, Philadelphia. And those stupid little springy, tiny receivers that give San Francisco fits. Yeah, so, I mean, he he could, like, BS his way into being, like, a valuable piece to playoff teams by just getting, like, five for 50 and then occasionally scoring a touchdown. 
All right. So uh, even if you don't think you can start him this week, I think he's worth a decent stash. Yes. Um, do you agree, Mike? I agree. All right. So what are we doing with James Conner this week? James Conner has been, uh, we'll say, an iffy play. Let's be yeah, charitable. Okay. Yeah, and if he played the last few weeks, uh, he finished as running back 36-27-41 since he returned from injury. You've got Michael Carter stealing third down steps. You've got Amari DiCardo. Yeah. I got it right this time. I got it wrong in the right way again. Uh, Amari DiCardo getting snaps. Um, I mean, I kind of want to bench James Conner forever now. I mean... Again, you can. It's it's a tough one. I think he's a back end RB two, so there's it's probably fifty fifty. I would say. I mean, like I I would start James Conner over guys like Jerome Ford, AJ Dillon, Chuba Hubbard, but I wouldn't. I would start uh, both Steelers running backs over him. I would start both Lions running backs over him. You know. So. All right, Mike. What do you think about old, old Jimbo Conner? He's, his yards per average has been pretty solid. He's been around like four, five, four, six. He just hasn't gotten the end zone. Uh, and you can't really count the Rams game because he got blown out. He only had six carries for 27 yards. The the trouble thing, too, is that he hasn't been catching a lot of passes. Uh, yeah. He's only caught in six in the last four games. So uh, he, he's usually a reliable pass catcher. And they're not really using him in that in that area either. So he's pretty restrictive um, after not scoring for five t- five games. Um, I would say he, his chances of getting the end zone are pretty high. So you could put him in the flex. Oh, Mike going with the, uh, the I think it's the gambler's already right rule of yeah. he's due. Squeaky, he's due. Squeak, squeaky wheel touchdown for James Conner this week. All right. Um, oh, oh, my God. No, it is going to be a, it's going to be a James Conner week. Why? What's the most powerful narrative in all of sports? Uh, revenge game. Who are and they playing? Used, yeah, he used to play for the Steelers. Let's go. James Conner, running back <laughs> one on the week. One. Oh yeah. Do not do that. Poss- probably running back three do in this game. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about on the other side. Mike, you wanted to talk about Najee Harris. He's his top 12 running back this week against that Cardinals defense. Uh, I think. See, twelve no. is so hard to say because the Cardinals. See, the Cardinals are second in fancy points allowed to running backs. That's the thing. Is they're dreadful. They could give up two great games in this one. They're worse than the Panthers. Not good. Um, I I don't think he's top twelve, but I do think he's a guy that you can pretty comfortably start. I uh, I think so. I is he a top twelve option? I just. Hold on. Let me, let me look at who's available this week. Hold on. So, uh, no, 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 no. Oh, he already played. No, no, no. This is great radio. Yes. <laughs> no, Joe, no, Jeff, no, 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 no. Yeah, Jeff he's not had, top 12. I was going to say, Jeff is having a very hard time making decisions this episode. <laughs> Every time I've asked him a question, he's been like, ah, uh, 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 well. I'm not. I'm not. Seconds. I guess this is what morning to early afternoon potting is like with me. Um, yeah, uh, not top 12, top 15. Sure, why not? Uh, what about Jalen Warren? Top uh, 20? I mean, I have him at 21, so good line. Mike? 
top 15. Ooh, for Jalen Warren? Yeah. Okay. Dang, let's go. All right. Um, what are we doing with the uh, Steelers wide receivers? Uh, Deontay Johnson's a wide receiver three, and George Pickens is a wide receiver four, in my opinion. Mike? I would say three and four sounds good against Cardinals. Um, if it was a tougher defense, I'd probably go four and five, but against the Cardinals, three and four sounds accurate to me. They uh, they couldn't shut down two two Atwell last week. Wide receiver one for the uh, for the Rams. Forget those other guys there. <laughs> All right, uh, Kenny Pickett is a bad streamer, but he is a streamer. Um, he is a player that is on waiver wires. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's a reason he's there. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else for this game? Uh, can you play Pat Fryermuth? Absolutely. I forgot about Pat Fryermuth. Uh, the Cardinals are bad against tight ends. Um, actually, they're good against tight ends this year. Hold on. Hold the fort. Oh, yeah, they gave, gave up two touchdowns to Tyler Higby last week. Uh, 11.2 to Dalton Schultz the week before. They just um, they start off the injured. year with yeah, and they start off the year with a bunch of like not great tight ends, and then teams that didn't need to use the tight end against them. Sure. I mean, I I think you're playing him. It's I'm not super aggressive with my ranking this week because you can't just ignore the fact that he was really bad at the start of the season before uh he got injured but they're using him a lot he looks healthy so i i think that you can continue to play him mike what do you think are we are we starting Firemouth? let's go with the Firemouth, absolutely Firemouth or mcbride Ooh. McBride. uh okay i agree oh wow Wa- uh, walker steamrolled mike i got him <laughs> Um, I would say that Trey McBride is an upper blob guy. Um, he's getting a ton of targets, just like he's drowning in targets. Nine, seven, nine, five, 14, six, five. It's too so, many targets. I can't do, I don't know what to do with all these. How can I, well, I, I the, the limes meme guy, I can't hold all these targets. Um, yeah. So I think that Trey McBride is a good start just on volume alone. So, all right, we all got the Stillers one in this one. Let's move on to Dolphins Commanders. Dolphins are eight and three. Commanders are four and eight. Uh, four and nine if you count Joe Biden's dog. Uh, <laughs> Miami's nine and a half point favorites. Fifty and a half point over under. Uh, game has sneaky shootout potential. Uh, not even sneaky because it is. I think it is the highest over under. Uh, Dolphins injuries. Tron Armstead questionable with a knee and quad injury. Where have I heard that before? Chris Brooks, Lester Cotton, Robert Jones, Javon Holland, Kendall Lamb all questionable as well. For the commanders, Tyler Larson is questionable. And then Emmanuel Forbes and um, James Smith-Williams are out uh, for this one. So um, I'm realizing that for some reason, the Bron- my Broncos guys ended up with the commanders. I was wondering why the Broncos had no injury report, guys. All right. Walker. Devon Achan. Yes. Can we bench him? I mean, he has leaving after a few plays in his range of outcomes right now. He does. That's possible. I, but I know that FedEx Field has great turf to play on, so there is that as well. It hasn't almost. It hasn't destroyed multiple careers. <laughs> well, I, to me, I don't think you can bench him in a good matchup with six teams on by. I, I think you've got to figure out a way to get him in your lineup because he only needs one play to make it worth it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he does have that one play. Um, 
he does have that. Uh, I mean, like he could he, touch the ball six times and still be a top ten running back this week. Yeah, he uh, he is so good that it tricked a bunch of people into getting Keaton Mitchell onto their rosters. Um, <laughs> can we bench Devon A. Shen? Um, yeah, yeah, I would probably flex him. Just run him out there. Don't watch the game. Just look at the final box score. Mike, what do you Mike? think? Yeah, I think you can. You just, I, I like that that strategy. Just hope that he doesn't come out by the, you know, five minutes into the first quarter because of another injury. Um, but if he could play the whole game, I, I, it's an easy call, in my opinion. Yeah, Commanders are a neutral matchup, but they've been getting torched lately by running backs. Um, Ramondre yeah. had a big game. Kenneth Walker <laughs> had a big game. Zach Charbonnet <laughs> had a decent game. Ever since they traded away their two really good edge rushers, and they have none at now, uh, all of a sudden That's their defense right. is a lot worse. That's crazy yeah. how that works. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, we have no wow. pa- no pass rush and no edge setting. I wonder how that's going to go. Oh, man. I wonder if everybody's just going to do whatever they want against us. Uh, yeah, my question for this game is actually, uh, will the Dolphins go over the 50.5 by themselves? Ooh, no. No, I don't think so either. But will they go over 40? yes i would say no as well but i think it'll be like 38 all right mike what do you think 38 yeah i I could see 35 38 points against this commander's defense all right so we're starting everybody for the dolphins yeah yeah all your all your normal guys that you usually start for the dolphins that's who you're starting Tua, waddle uh, that other guy, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Mostert, Raheem Mostert Devon. and HN, yes. Braxton Berrios. No, not, not doing these things. Uh, Alec Ingold. Ingold. In, in, your, in your league that has a fullback spot, he's a great play. In your fullback, what about my fullback only league? Fantastic play. All right, perfect. It's a very low-scoring lead. <laughs> league. <laughs> um, yeah, the winner has like 12 points. Yeah, guy who took Kyle Juszczyk, taking a complete bath this year. Um, all right. So my question is, uh, can we start all three commanders wide receivers? Um, this is, I, I alluded to it earlier, which is that, uh, Sam Howell is just, he, he will not stop throwing the football. They cannot get him to stop throwing the football. He's aver- over the last six games, averaging 45 pass attempts per game. Um, is that a lot? That is uh, a ton. Yeah, that, that is, is a, a lot. ton. So you've got, and it's very it's not very concentrated, but you've got three quality wide receivers in uh, Dotson, Curtis Samuel, and Terry McLaurin, who are all garnering targets. But you've also got ancillary guys like Antonio Gibson, Logan Thomas, who are also deserving of targets. Uh, Bijan Robinson, uh, not Bijan, Brian Robinson gets a couple here and there. Um, but in this matchup against uh, this Dolphins team that is like oh, an okay matchup um, for wide receivers is... Uh, is this a week where you can start all three of the commanders wide receivers? Mm. I think it's hard for three receivers to uh, be startable. So I'm going to say no, but which two are actually going to be startable is the main question. Uh, McLaurin and Samuel are my guesses. Okay. Walker, what do you think? Yeah, I completely agree. I would start those two, not Dotson. Okay, so and we're starting uh, Brian Robinson, correct? Uh, I don't Ooh. know if you have to. 
uh, expand on that. Miami is better against uh, running backs than receivers. Mm-hmm. And I think Washington's going to be chasing this game the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I expect Robinson to not get that many carries, not really get the goal line opportunities. Um, if you have him, you're probably still going to play him. And I'm not saying he's a terrible play, but I don't like him as much this week as I would other weeks. I, th- I think that the uh, gross usage of Antonio Gibson might make him a somewhat, and given that they're going to be chasing points, might make him a, a a nearly as intriguing option as Brian Robinson this week. Same thing that I said a few weeks ago where he's just getting tons of targets. Uh, five, five, six, and four in his last four games. Um, yeah, so. Antonio Gibson is going to get like three carries and five targets, and then he'll have more yards than Brian Robinson, who gets 15 carries and three targets. Yeah, um, I he's just the new J.D. McKissick. Pretty much. All right. Um, Mike, what do you think? Bijan or Antonio Gibson in PPR? Brian. There's actually... Brian, sorry. Brian, I keep doing yeah. that. But I knew what you meant. Um, there's actually a league where I'm starting both of them. Um, wow. Wow. So, uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Brian over over um, Antonio. Okay. All right. Sounds good. And then uh, Logan Thomas, low-end streamer. I like him. I, I think you're playing him this week. Yeah. Uh, we, don't, Mike? we don't like Lex Logan Thomas. Yeah. Logan all the way. Oh, because he's healthy. Yep. Yeah. If he's if he's healthy, you're playing him. All right. That's right. Uh, give me all three of us. We got the Miami Dolphins. I wonder right. why. Because uh, yeah. the commanders stink. Bad team. Uh, all right, Broncos, Texans. Both teams are six and five. Uh, Houston, three and a half point favorites. Forty-seven and a half point over under. I appreciate both these teams getting good before their matchup. Um, because the Texans start off the year slow. Obviously, they had a rookie wide receiver. Broncos start off the year slow. Obviously, they had uh, Russell Wilson sucking butt. Um, so now we've got Houston, 43 and a half point favorites. Forty-seven and a half point over under. Texans injuries. We got Noah Brown, Tank Dell questionable with a uh, knee and calf injuries respectively. Um, it sounds like tank Dell should be playing. Noah Brown is more quite actually questionable. Um, Sheldon Rankins also questionable as well as Jake Hansen for uh, the Texans. Dalton Schultz is out with a hamstring injury for the Broncos. They just have Damari Mathis questionable with a back injury. And um, that is it. So Mike, you want to know about uh, Mr. Unlimited Russell Unlimited. Wilson. Unlimited. Yeah. So he, he cracked the top 12 last week. With, I think I don't think anybody had a bye last week. Um, nice. And this week there's, you know, four teams with a bye. Six four, teams. Uh, six teams with a bye. Uh, is he going to be a top 12 quarterback this week, back-to-back weeks? I'll let I think Walker so. go first. Yeah, okay. I, I, I think so. I have him ranked ninth. Houston is okay against the pass. Um, I I just, I, I don't know, Wilson, they're throwing a lot at the goal line and they're letting Wilson, you know, rack up touchdowns. He's not really doing a whole lot else, but they do seem to throw a lot in the red zone. Cortland Sutton scoring a lot of touchdowns. Um, Adam Troutman even got one last week. Wilson is, I think, fifth or sixth in the NFL in touchdown passes. So, yeah, I, I, in a lean week, definitely, I think you can play him. Yeah, Russell Wilson has 20 touchdown passes. Right. That's insane. Didn't he have like 14 last year? 16. There we go. He had 16 touchdowns, 11 picks last year, 20 and four this year. Yeah, Sean, like we said last week, Sean Payton has done a really good job of just 
kind of taking the keys out of Russell Wilson's hands and just, you know, telling him, like, do not turn the ball over under any circumstances. Yeah, it was basically, we are going to do this my way. And, and Russell is Russell has finally started to accept it, and he's playing decent. I mean, he's like a middle-of-the-road NFL quarterback right now. I think the stats are better than how he's playing, but mm-hmm. the way that they're using him is somewhat conducive to fantasy success, and I, I, th- I think he'll do all right this week. Yep, uh, I think so uh, as well. It's kind of like a back-end guy because I'm looking at I'm looking at the Fantasy Pros ranks right now. I pulled him up to see if there's any guys. He's 10th right now in Fantasy Pros. I can't find three guys behind him that I would rather that I would start over him because behind him is like Kyler, Goff, Love, Mayfield, Minshew, Carr, Pickett, Safford, Geno, Will Levis. Like, no thank you to all of those players uh, over Russell Wilson, except for maybe Kyler. Yeah, I would start Kyler over Russ, but that's the only one. Yeah, so, um, like, yeah. All right. Ah, Russell Wilson, he's back in our lives, folks. He did it. He, yeah, Mr. Mr. Unlimited has returned. All right. Um, and then elsewhere, you're starting Javante. You're starting Cortland Sutton. Is that it for the Broncos? I think so. Definitely. Okay. So Marjorie P. Ryan's been getting weirdly involved lately, but I wouldn't trust it. He's desperation it, flex. Yeah, he's one of those guys that I'm like, why are you doing that? What's yeah, he, going on? I, I know he got that touchdown because um, uh, Javante was gassed, but also it's like, why are you doing that? What, what, what's your angle here, Sean Payton? This is, uh, he's basically Theo Riddick, where he gets like two carries and five targets. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know, a poor man's JD McKissick. Oh, boy. All right, so he's uh, he's a desperation it, flex. All right, perfect. All right, Walker, you wanted to talk about on the other side, uh, the running back room. Yeah, I can we bench Devin Singletary? So Damian Pierce came back last week, right? Yep. Yep. So let's see. Devin Singletary last week ended up with six attempts for eight yards, but six receptions, 54 yards. Uh, I you. Yeah, you can bench him. Yeah, I I, I kind of think so, too. I mean, I, I people are a little excited about Singletary because he had a couple good weeks. But I think in a timeshare against a defense that's playing really well, he's still a flex option. But there's definitely scenarios where you're not going to be playing him, I feel like. Uh, all right, Mike, what do you think? Yeah, you definitely can bench him. Uh, I think Damian Pierce is the 1A in an offense that likes to throw the ball. So you think they're going to go back to Pierce? I yeah, I, I think I think Pierce is well. The, I think there's a split. Okay, yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, I, I think you're looking at yeah a split there that uh, that makes them both irrelevant. Exactly, in a passing yeah. offense. There, there, it, it's uh, there's three versions of this backfield. The good is. Gibbs and Montgomery, the average is Harrison Warren, and the bad is Pierce and Singletary. I think that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yep. Yeah. The uh the, the the spectrum of thunder and lightning backfields. To yeah, it's play. very funny that the lightning is technically Devin Singletary, who's extremely slow. Yes. Uh from from the thunder and lightning of uh Gibbs and um 
David Montgomery to the dropping a book and uh, getting static electricity shock of Damian Pierce and Devin Singletary. <laughs> it's really it's really <laughs> funny that the Thunderback is both more powerful and faster, and yet he's still worse than Devin Singletary somehow. <laughs> wow. It's God. unbelievable. He's so bad. Damian Pierce, he's terrible, folks. We were right. We were right. The police are coming to get uh, Damian Pierce for his crime of being bad at <laughs> Damn. Man, th- those those cops are tough. All right, so we're starting Nico. We're starting Dell if he plays. Uh, we're starting CJ Stroud. Yes, no, maybe. I yeah. I think you have to. Yeah, it's not a bad. It's like a neutral matchup. They are getting a lot of turnovers. Um, and uh, let's see, CJ Stroud. Let's see how he's been doing on turnovers lately, shall we? I mean, uh, lately he's been turning it over more, but he's still over the over the like balance of the season, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he had the three picks against Arizona, and that was like his one bad pick game. So, yeah. So, all right. Um, and then what about, are we doing it? If, uh, and let's see, no Dalton Schultz. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we doing uh, Brevin Jordan? I would not do that. No. Uh, he had, what if I told you he caught 50% of his passes last week? I don't care. And it was last week the the one pass he didn't catch was his only not caught pass of the season. Don't care. Okay, I have him as a desperation like streamer just because he might score a touchdown. I would rather play Adam Troutman in this same game. Troutman. Uh, is this a thing? Uh, doing the Spoonman voice, uh, but saying Troutman. Sure. Troutman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, let's uh let's move on to the next game here. Uh, we well, got Pan- who did we pick for this one? Oh, I pick uh give me Denver. Okay. They're riding high. Mike and I are taking Houston. Forgot about that. All right, I'm just writing down that uh that Troutman voice thing is gonna be the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, righty, just next game up is going to be Panthers Buccaneers. Ugly. Um, gross. gross Panthers questionable Jeremy Chin Troy Hill DJ Johnson Yetter Gross Matos speaking of gross uh, <laughs> JC Horn Marquise Haynes uh, doubtful Tommy Tremble <laughs> they've, got, they've got a gross horn on their defense <laughs> <laughs> uh, doubtful Tommy Tremble bon, bon Vell. Uh that, that's definitely a person not Von Bell but Von Vell. and uh, Hayden Hurst both out for the Buccaneers, they've got like everybody on defense is out. Jamel Dean, Devin White, Levante uh, David, Mike Green, all out. Uh, Chris Godwin, questionable in the neck injury. Um, I have never seen this person's name before in my entire life. Servosea Dennis? Servasier. Servo- like Crevasier? Uh, kind of. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pronounced Servasier Dennis. Yeah, he's he's actually not bad. Isn't he a I, linebacker? Yeah, he, a linebacker? he played at he played at Pitt in college, and uh, he's really good actually. I think he's going to be a, quite a good player. All right, well, he's doubtful with an illness, so Damn. you can you can pass that Servassier. That's right. All right, all right. Um, so my question is, uh, we got the free space, Adam Thielen. Let's get that out of the way. Yes, no. Yeah, I still think you're playing him, Mike. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially okay. with like everybody on the Buccaneers defense out. Yeah, right. and so so this is uh okay, so then are we playing Chuba Hubbard? I wouldn't want to. I, I wouldn't want to either, Mike. I 
Yeah, I think you're going to. Um, oh my God, Mike, I think you're going to. He's yeah, tra- he's <laughs> personally. Is that a, is that a threat? <laughs> I think you will it start. Is. You will start him. To start Chuba Hubbard, you will. <laughs> um, but here's the thing: he's like, I guess you're starting Chuba Hubbard because we're missing like good running backs: Aaron Jones, uh, yeah. James Cook. Here, here's a good uh, question. Same game, and the two guys that we're talking about right now, because this would be Mike's question as well. And uh, would you rather start Chuba or Chris Godwin, as mm-hmm. long as Godwin plays? <sighs> Chuba because of the banged up Buccaneers defense and Chris Godwin has been sneaky, not all that involved lately. And he's banged up. I agree. I would play Hubbard over Godwin. Mike, your own question. Walker stole your question from you. Yes. Can, can we start Chris Godwin, Mike? What do you think? Thief. He's a thief. Um, Where are those yeah. cops? Yeah, bring those cops back. Nope, in. they're not coming. I, I got away with it. God dang it. No uh, crime. What? No crime. All right, Mike, your question. <laughs> so starting Chris Godwin, it, and he's just not targeted very much um, at all. It's, Mike Evans is, is the guy, obviously, but for some reason, they'd rather go Rasheed White over, over Chris Godwin. and Rasheed White? Or Rashad White. Rashad uh, um, White? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it, it's pretty impressive that Godwin has at least five targets in every game this season, and he's wide receiver 38. That's not bad. I mean, 38 is pretty bad. He's got one touchdown on the season. And I think yeah, that's the reason why he's so low. Yeah. Yeah, because then, but, but yeah, lately he has, he's been getting worse, is the problem. Mike, what yeah. were you trying to say? I just think only five targets and he's still wide receiver 38 is pretty good. But for Chris, no, Godwin, no, 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 Mike, he's, he's gotten at least five targets every game. That's not, but he's wide receiver 38. Right. Which sucks. When you're getting <laughs> that many targets. <laughs> right. But, okay. So we're on the right. same page. Yeah, no, he sucks at wide receiver 38, but getting five targets and producing as a wide receiver 38 isn't too bad. I okay, guess. I guess. You know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not I'm, starting. I'm saying he's maximizing. He's maximizing his his bad targets. His. But he's getting a lot of targets, Mike. Five targets. He's getting at least five every week. All right, let okay. me, Mike. Let me run this. Down. But that's only like what three receptions for like 48 yards. Mike, Mike, more <laughs> than five targets. More. Oh, more than five targets. <laughs> at least means more than. Oh, okay. Now I get you. Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay. I'm uh, okay. Yeah, as, many, as many or more than five every week. I ace pre algebra, okay? All right. Math is hard, guys. <laughs> it's not that hard. I got an A in pre algebra, I tell you. I'm going All right. To... Uh was that because they hadn't invented algebra yet? <laughs> <laughs> Laugh so hard of a throw up. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, uh, all right, all right. Uh, back to back to this game. Uh, don't uh, I don't think 
Baker's a good stream this week. Uh, Panthers are a run funnel defense. Uh, Rashad White, top 10 option this week, even though he sucks. Yes, he's going he's gonna to be bad all the way to 22 touches and a touchdown. He's yep. going he's going full full Mixon. Absolutely. He's even more Mixon than Mixon at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why I posted that uh, that uh, baton passing gif or image assumed, of... I didn't see that, but yeah, White has assumed Mixon's spot because Mixon has dropped a little bit. Yeah, it was like uh, it was a, a torch, a hand passing a torch, and it was like the torch said 23 carries, 77 yards, two touchdowns, and it was Joe Mixon to Rashad White. Nice. Yes. All right. Uh, whew. We're all picking Tampa Bay. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, Browns and Rams. Uh, Browns are seven and four. Rams five and six. Rams three and a half point over under thirty nine and a half. I'm sorry. Brown Rams three point three and a half point favorites. Thirty nine and a half point over under uh, Browns. Nick Harris questionable. And then Denzel Ward, Dorian Tom, Thompson, Robinson and Marquise Goodwin all ruled out. Uh, for the Rams, uh, Quentin Lake is out and Michael Hope is questionable with a knee injury. Uh, so that means that uh, Cooper Cup, despite being banged up, will be playing. So, Walker, mm. you want to ask about uh, Amari Pooper. Can we bench Amari Cooper? Um, well, I mean, we can. Um, should I, we? I say yes. Every time. I, we? I bench him. I think so. I it last time we saw Joe Flacco, who is going to be starting, by the way, it's Joe Joe freaking Flacco. <laughs> it is literally Joe Flacco from a Super Bowl where everybody else that was in it is retired uh, <laughs> for the Ravens. Literally that Joe Flacco. Um, last time we saw him, he was chucking the ball like 50 times a game for the Jets. But that's not what the Browns want to do because the Browns are interested in winning football games. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a lot of Jerome Ford. I don't think it's going to be a lot of uh Joe Flacco throwing the ball and I also think it's going to be more dump offs to like Elijah Moore or, uh, or Najoku yeah or Najoku they're going to be playing more of a ball control offense than ball airing it out to Amari Cooper so I think I think we can we we can bench Amari Cooper there's gonna be a lot of situations with bye weeks where you're gonna get backed into starting him and I don't mm-hmm. think he's gonna goose you I just don't I, I just don't think the upside is is that great like the ideal game state for this game is the Browns for them is they win 17 to 13 pretty much that's how they have to win like all their games right now yeah um and i agree i mean cooper i just i just don't see based on game state you're right the the involvement i don't think is going to be there okay mike what do you think about amari cooper this week yeah i think you mentioned uh like you mentioned joe flacco that's not a great thing to have is throwing and then he started just been average so with and a below average quarterback and only being average, then you're looking at below average results. And that's what you're going to get out of Cooper's below average. So um, you could throw him in the flex maybe if you want, but I don't even see that kind of production out of him. Okay. So I, I think it's low. I think it's high floor, low ceiling is basically kind of what you're looking at, but like yeah. you're looking at like eight PPR points and his ceilings like 12. Yeah, um, I, I, he's just not a guy I want to play this week. I would rather play Jeff's boy, Rasheed Rice. Woo! Well, he's wide receiver one on the week, so let's go. Um, all right, so what about, we mentioned uh, David Njoku. I would start David Njoku. I would also start David Njoku. I mean, he, he yeah. was, like, disappointing last week, and he was still tight at eight. It's because he's getting, like, 700 targets a game. I know. It's crazy. Mike, what do you think? No, for sure, Njoku. 
All right. No Joku? No Joku, baby. That's no Joku. <laughs> That's no Joku. All right. Um, Jerome Ford, you're starting Cream Hunt. Get him out of there. He's not getting his goal line stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Elijah Moore, I think volume volume based PPR flex. If you're in a if you're in a bind, that's the nicest thing I'll say about Elijah Moore. I would still rather play Cooper than Moore. Mike. Yeah, Cooper over Moore. Yeah, they are. The thing with Elijah Moore is they're using him a lot like when Jarvis Landry was on the Browns, where it'd be like five catches for 38 yards. Yeah. So, yeah. so again, he has it's it's kind of the same deal as Cooper, higher floor, lower ceiling. But Cooper's the better player. So right. exactly. OK. Um, all right. So for the Rams, other uh, I'm going to preface this with other than Kyron Williams, how many Rams do we want to start? None. Yeah, outside of Kyron Williams, I don't, I don't think of any of them. Okay, how many Rams are we gonna go and end up starting? Maybe one. Puka's the only guy I would consider. I, I, I think agree. you can do that with Cooper Cup as well. Um, uh, he was just so banged up last week, and right. He just looks. I, he doesn't look like himself right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But there is also the ride or die with those who brung you sort of thing. But I don't know if you're if you're OK, if you're if your team is still relevant right now, it's week 13. If your team is still relevant, you found an alternative to Cooper Cup while Cooper Cup was hurt. That's so true. whoever that alternative might be, uh, whether it be, you know, uh, maybe uh, Tank Dell or uh, Nico Collins or one of the commanders guys or. Deontay, maybe not Deontay Johnson. <laughs> no. Uh, um, you know, I would start all those guys over Cooper Cup. I, I do think that Puka is kind of like the like, well, somebody's going to catch some passes on this team. And that was Puka at the beginning of the year. So I would start him. But other than that, I don't really want to start a lot of guys. This is a really, really good Browns defense, even though. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. Miles Garrett wasn't on the injury report. But oh, I just probably, He's probably playing then. Yeah. Hold on. Bro couldn't even lift his shoulder. I'm just double checking that it, that wasn't an oversight. Miles Garrett with no injury designation head into week 13. All right, perfect. I was just making sure that wasn't an oversight uh, by the uh, the list that I was using. So uh, with Miles Garrett a full go, uh, Denzel Ward's going to be missing. So I think it'll be a little bit of Puka uh, in your life and um, Kyron Williams as well. And I think that's it for the Rams. That'll do it. All right, I'm going the Brownies in this one. Give me the Browns on the road. Um, I'm going Rams, yeah. Rams, Rams. Rams. All right. (laughs) Jeff, Jeff, the Rams are making the playoffs. Also, Jeff, the Rams are going to lose to Joe Flacco at home. Also, Jeff, switching it to the Rams because Walker is correct. The Rams are making the playoffs. (laughs) That was my take. (laughs) All right. All right. uh, Because we need it to be the, uh, we need the Lions, Packers, Niners, and Rams to all be in and play each other in the first round in some combination. That's right. All right. So speaking of the Niners, uh, speaking of road wins, uh, Niners eight and three, Eagles ten and one. Niners three point home fra- or road favorites. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Forty six and a half point over under. Uh, injuries for the Niners. Eric Armstead questionable with the foot injury. He's going to play. Jordan Mason questionable. Who cares? Ray Ray McLeod questionable. Who cares? Um, those are all death guys. Ray Ray is a return guy. Uh, for the Eagles, Grant Calcaterra is questionable. Fletcher Cox is questionable. Dallas Goddard is doubtful. Fletcher Cox. 
we're flexing. We're we're flexing. Ah. Uh, 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 do you know what uh, Fletcher Cox is injured with? A groin. Groin. It's a groin. It's a groin. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Dallas Goddard forearm doubtful. Zach Cunningham out with a hamstring injury. Justin Evans out with a knee injury. Uh, my question: Start all Niners. Yes. Even Debo? Yes. Especially Debo. Debo's been talking the most shit. I don't think that matters, but it's a really good matchup. It's a great matchup for the wide receivers. It's a great matchup for George Kittle. It's a bad matchup for Christian McCaffrey. But find me the fantasy player with the stones to bench Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Yeah, Even in a bad matchup, I still had him ranked number one. Yeah. Um, So I'm saying we start all Niners. Go yeah. for Correct? it. Correct? I think so, yeah. All right, Walker. Mm-hmm. What about the Eagles? Can we bench DeAndre Swift against a tough Niners run defense? I think we can. Walker mentioned tough Niners run defense. You also have the, I uh, guess who's never getting a goal line carry factor for DeAndre Swift. You also have the Kenny Gainwell weirdly getting a bunch of touches in the red zone sort of thing. So I think that DeAndre Swift is, he's going to have to break off a long touchdown run for that to happen and the Niners haven't given up a long touchdown run this year for it to be a good game for Swift so I would I would bench Swift I'll go out on a limb I'll start Christian McCaffrey over DeAndre Swift Ooh, that's that's a good call um I think he does enough in the passing game to be flux flux worthy but uh I'm not too excited about this matchup that is for sure Walker I'm still playing in this week I I, I think like Mike said, he's he's involved enough catching the ball. He's explosive enough when he gets into the open field. Even if he doesn't score a touchdown, I don't think he's going to kill you. Okay. Uh, Swift or Najee? Swift. Yeah. Yeah, you think Swift, Mike? Swift, yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, Swift or uh, Jerome Ford? Swift. Swift, yeah. Swift or Brees Hall? Hall. Ooh. Um, I'm going to go Swift. Okay. One more Swift or Joseph Robinette Mixon? Mixon. Ooh. Fight. <laughs> I don't want to. They're back to back. All right. Fine. All right. Uh, by the way, I, every time somebody says back-to-back, I now think of uh, Effectively Wild, who said that you technically cannot go back-to-back-to-back. So it's back-to-back-to-stomach. Yeah, that's true, uh, I suppose. <laughs> all right. Uh, pretty straightforward game. This is uh, game of the week. Pretty, yeah, pretty, you're, pretty you're still easily. playing. Yeah, just to go over it, you're still playing Hurts. Um, yeah. And, and you're playing, I would say, both A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Yeah, because the Niners can – it's kind of like the the Eagles situation where you can beat them through the air. You can beat the Niners through the air. So the only guy that we're really worried about is DeAndre Swift, and it sounds like he's a back-end RB2. Um, if Dallas Goddard plays, I am not playing him. I don't think he's going to. I mean, doubtful usually, unless you're Max Crosby and you're out of your mind, um, usually means out. So, yeah, I don't see him playing, and I, I would have other options of you know, available to you. Especially because if you're waiting around for him, your pivots are like, what are your available pivots? Kate Otten? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, no, not Kate. Well, because, yeah, yeah. 
Well, yeah, yeah it's the same window, so I guess. Yeah. Um, Tyler Higby, uh, Tanner Hudson. Uh, yeah. Ooh, That's Tanner about Hudson. it. Yeah, yeah, that is about it. All right, so uh, we're not holding out hope for Dallas Goddard. All right, I got the Niners. I also have the Niners. I have the Eagles. Fly, Shut up, Mike. Eagles fly. Boo. Boo. <laughs> I knew that. I didn't even have to no- check. I knew Mike was going to have the Eagles. Consummate hater, Mike Valverde. That's right. All right. Chiefs, Packers. Chiefs, eight and three. Packers, five and six. Uh, I, I'm glad that this is going to be a nice, easy Sunday night football game because I will be adrenaline high after the Niners game. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, um, he was listed as questionable, but he has been ruled out since I put these notes together. Uh, Nick Bolton out with a wrist injury for the Packers. Um, Aaron Jones is out. Eric Stokes is doubtful. And then Jair Alexander, Devondre Campbell, Josiah Degar, Rudy Ford, Dontavian Wicks, Jaden Reed, and Robert Rochelle are all questionable. Sounds like Jaden Reed is going to play, which uh, because of transitions, I'm going to go first. Rasheed Rice against a not so great uh, Packers secondary or Jaden Reed against a pretty good uh, um, Chiefs secondary, but who will probably not get Legarius Need because that will probably go to Christian Watson. I think who that, we start. I think that the matchup and the quarterback may uh, give give it to Rice here. Give it to I Rice. Agree. Yeah, give it to Rice. Oh wow! I thought this was going to be a lot closer. I pick, I picked these two because I thought it was going to be more of a, a more of a discussion. I mean, I I think Rice is a good like wide receiver three play. I think mm-hmm. Reed is kind of like a fringe flex type guy. Okay. I mean, they're My, only, uh, they're only four spots apart in my rankings, but they're definitely in different tiers. Okay. Yeah. Cause uh, on, I'm looking, I, that, this made me look up ECR. So it looks like Rashid Rice, 29, uh, Jaden Reed, 31 by ECR. So, um, okay. So it is a close one, but Mike, it sounds like it's a pretty definitive one for you as well. Yeah, for sure. I think they're really working Rasheed Rice a lot. When, and with the Packers, it's it's almost a gamble of whoever. Um, I know Jaden Reed's sort of been popping out a little bit more, but it's it, it's still a gamble on w- which receiver is going to get what. And um, I, 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 I'd I rather go with this more certainty than, than the gamble. All right. Uh, Jaden Reed, uh, at least five targets, four out of his last five games. Uh, also, someone get him some longer shorts if he's popping out. Um, <laughs> so I don't think Jane reads a bad start, but I think that rice is the better start. I thought that was going to be more discussion. I, I wasn't really trying to get a pot for my boy. I was trying to, I was thinking that maybe, uh, you guys might think, uh, Rashi, uh, Jaden Reed might be the better one, but guess not. All right, Mike, you want to ask about, uh, this, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes, how do you say this name? Mahomes. Sorry. Uh, by the way, I just want to say all the stupid state farms commercial commercials worth it for the uh that's four words not if you bundle them commercial um that's my favorite commercial going right now i don't know why but it is yeah i don't care for it you don't care for it no i mean the first time the first time i saw it i was like oh yeah that's pretty funny i guess and then now i'm annoyed by it walker not a fan of over the top stuff I mean, not really. Walker also doesn't like I Think You Should Leave. I was just going to say that, yeah. I'm not (laughs) a I Think You Should Leave fan. It's fine. Like, I get the appeal, but it's not for me. Mm. Uh, There was an old uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force uh, thing where it's like, I get it. I'm not laughing, but I get it. But I get it, yeah. (laughs) That's Walker with with I Think You Should Leave. (laughs) Yes. Uh, All right, Mike, you want to talk about Patrick Mahomes? 
So QB, what is he? Eight on the year? QB, oh, yes. QB like eight on the year. Patrick Mahomes. Is he going to finish in the top three this week? No. Yes. Ooh. I'm, I'm trying to think my who... claim. I, I oh, think wait, this no is going to be. Oh, Josh Allen. Yeah, no, no Jair Alexander for the, you know, most likely for the Packers. Um, I, I think this is going to be a good Chiefs game. I, I have a good feeling about it. I think Mahomes is going to do well. Um, yeah, I, multiple touchdowns, I would say. All right, so I'm going to put Hurts over him. I think Hurts will still have a good game because the Niners uh, struggle against rushing quarterbacks. Um, I put Tua. Uh, did I put Tua over him? Maybe. I mean, that's a high over-under. Commander's pass defense stinks because they got rid of all their good uh, pass rushers. Well, I guess, I mean, Geno had a really good game, so maybe he doesn't finish in the top three. I haven't ranked third, but Dak and Geno both racked up a ton of points. Mm, yeah, that, oh, I forgot about Dak and Geno. That's true. Yeah, so it'll uh, probably be pretty tough for him to be top three, but he'll. I think he'll definitely, you're definitely starting him. I'll say Sunday only top three on the week. Yeah, probably top five because of Dak and Gino having like they, they put so many like top blank out of out of reach because that was an incredible Thursday night football uh, matchup. Yeah, that'll probably be the highest scoring game of the week. Uh, yeah. 76 uh, points. I would say so. I, I would say it'd be tough to top that, um, especially because it sounds like there's going to be bad weather for Niners equals, which is the other candidate for that. Um. Mike, what about you? What do you, do you think yeah. Mahomes finishes in the top three? I, I think it was definitely a more certainty before the Cowboys-Seahawks game. Um, mm-hmm. But now I he'd have to finish as the number one of the whole of the rest of Sunday. And mm, I don't think that's going to happen. But I would say top five definitely is in, in play. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so don't get cute. Yeah, don't get cute. And I, I, I think also I think we have to say because people are like, oh, they don't believe in Patrick Mahomes. It's like, no, he doesn't have to do as much as he used to because the defense is really good. Yeah, defense is fantastic this year. Yeah. The reason that Patrick Mahomes had to throw for like 5,050 was because the defense was dog shit. It wasn't good. Yeah, now he doesn't have to do that. So we all got the Chiefs winning. I think it'll be a pretty comfortable win. I think the Chiefs will cover. Uh, they might double cover. I'd say like 14, 13, 14 points. So. Uh, pretty pretty easy game for them. All right, Bengals and Jags. Uh, just like we all thought when we circled this on the calendar, Jake Browning versus Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Bengals five and six. Jags eight and three. Jags eight point favorites. Thirty seven and a half point over under. Uh, Deontay Smith is limited. Uh, was limited in practice for the Bengals. Cambert Taylor also limited. Uh, these are they didn't have official reports. Uh, because it's Saturday. Uh, T. Higgins will be playing. I did get that notification uh, for the Jags. Tyson Campbell was limited in practice. Travis Etienne was limited, but he will be playing. Luke Farrell also limited, as was Brenton Strange. All right. So, Walker, you want to know about Joe Mixon? Are we benching the the full Mixon? Uh, yes. Okay. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I'd I bench him. They're just going to load the box because they have, what do they have to worry about? Jake Browning? Um, yeah, that's fair. So yeah, I, I, it's going to look ugly. And he hasn't been very good anyway, so I've definitely bench him. I, I also get that you're not in a situation where you can get away from Joe Mixon. Like, you don't want to be like, ooh, I'm going to bench Joe Mixon for 
Damian Pierce or Devin Singletary. Right. All right. So uh, let's do this because this will probably be a bit more fruitful. Uh, uh, Joe Mixon or A.J. Dillon, which we didn't talk about in the Packers game. Mixon. Yeah, I'd have to go Mixon. Okay. Um, Joe Mixon or uh, Royce Freeman, who might have a sneaky uh, good game because the Browns are – they're actually a bad run defense. Mixon. Royce Freeman hasn't been too bad, though. Um, uh, I, you know, I'm, just to be, I guess, contrarian, I'm going to go Freeman. Um, yeah, I, I forgot to say, uh, Freeman, uh, when we were talking about the Browns and Rams, uh, Browns given, I've given up the most explosive run or the highest explosive run rate in the NFL. Granted, Royce Freeman isn't exactly explosive, but it does no. speak to their, does speak to the run defense. They've also given up the, uh, most reds or five zone touchdowns to running backs, rushing touchdowns, seven out of the 10 rushes against them went for touchdowns. So, uh, a defense that you could, uh, get some, uh, Royce Freeman out of if you're desperate. Um, all right, so that's it. Well, well we're starting to mix it. Are we? We're starting Jamar Chase. Are we starting T. Higgins this week coming back from injury? I'd rather not. Um, yeah, not Mike? from injury. Not from injury now. Okay, um, I tend to agree. Um, you know, not with Jake Browning not coming back from injury. If it was Joe Burrow, it might be a different story. Um, but not 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 with Jake Browning. I don't I don't want to do it. Um, Walker mentioned Tanner Hudson. If you're super desperate, um, Tanner Hudson or Brevin Jordan. Hudson. Um, I guess I'll go with Walker Hudson. All right. Perfect. Setting my lineup in my four tight end league. Thanks to you, too. All right. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let's talk about the Jags. Uh, Mike, you wanted to talk about Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, so Trevor Lawrence, QB 14 on the season. Um, is he going to finish inside the top 12 once again? I think that would be his third straight week, um, if he does. I mean, for... I say I, yes. I, I would say probably yes, just because the Bengals are terrible. Like, they're up and down terrible. They were like, ooh, so this is what's going to happen. We are. It's okay that we have a bad defense because we have Joe Burrow, and now they don't have Joe Burrow. So I think that, uh, yeah, I think he'll have another top 12 week. Uh, let's not forget this team, uh, this, these Bengals, uh, with the, uh, with the Steelers have a massive offensive output last week of 16 points. So, um, nobody is listening. All right. Are we, are we starting Calvin Ridley? Yes. Yeah, I think so. He's been on a heater. You can't get off that ride, even though he might goose you, you can't get off that ride. Yeah. The, the defense isn't that good. So. Uh, yeah. I'll start him. Mike? I agree. All right. And we're starting Christian Kirk and Travis Etienne? Yes. Etienne has not been good, though, lately. Um, oh, my God, Mike. Don't even. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you, you're going to you're going to start him, but I don't like it. Um, yeah, he's just not been good. So start him but don't don't be excited about it this is why he's, he's running back three on the season yeah but look at the was it the last three weeks four weeks he's just not been yeah last, but, last three weeks rb 38 rb 25 rb 20 
Yeah, and he also played the Niners, the Titans, which are good run defenses. Houston's a decent, an okay run defense. Pittsburgh's an okay run defense. New Orleans is a good run defense. He's had a bad streak of uh, run defenses to play against. So I'm uh, to, starting him. I was going to say, and to be fair, against New Orleans and Pittsburgh, he was RB4 and RB5. Ooh. All right, I'm starting him. Mike, you are not starting him, it sounds like. I... I mean, you, you're going to start him just because he's Travis Etienne and you drafted him to start him. But in if I, if I had to put my chips down, I would not start him now. I would not. All right. Fair enough. Would you start Mixon or Etienne? I think I'd start Mixon over Etienne. Ooh, okay. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Uh, and then Evan Ingram's above the blob. So, oh, yeah, uh, you're playing Evan Ingram. Smoke him if you got him. I want, I want to revisit this. Mixon versus ETN. All right, fine. Okay. I'll put it down. Ford uh, versus Ferrari, too. Mixon versus ETN. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that'll do it for this week's episode of the Football Obstruity Podcast. For Mike and Walker, this is Jeff. Thanks for listening. Take care. Have a good one, and good luck in week 13. Bye. Bye.